0: Chapter 18 Security Section 18A Integrated Defense 18.1 Maintain the Advantage The purpose of security is to never permit the enemy to acquire an unexpected advantage. The lethal consequences of enemy attack make the security of friendly forces a paramount concern. Security applies to all members of the Air Force at all times. Such is the multiplicity of security with regard to the Air Force mission and the protection of all resources. Integrated defense does not stand alone to protect personnel and resources. Planners create an effective security program by coordinating with other Department of Defense and Air Force programs. Furthermore, the protection and defense of air bases requires the coordinated effort of emergency management, anti-terrorism, and other mission support function forces under the Mission Assurance umbrella. This coordinated planning provides a seamless progression of mission assurance programs and completes the installation's defense in-depth picture. 18.2 Integrated Defense Program. The Air Force Integrated Defense Program is the integration of multidisciplinary active and passive, offensive and defensive capabilities employed to mitigate potential risks and defeat adversary threats to Air Force operations. The goal of integrated defense is to neutralize security threats within the base boundary and the base security zone to ensure unhindered Air Force operations. Threat actors include, but are not limited to, terrorists, insiders, criminals, foreign intelligence, and security services. Potential hazards to an installation include, but are not limited to, chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear high-yield explosive attacks, natural and man-made disasters, major accidents, and accidental or deliberate release of hazardous materials, toxic industrial materials, or chemicals. Integrated defense is an all-airmen program. The teaming of integrated defense forces creates a united, seamless defense, stronger than the defensive efforts of individuals or individual units. This effort ensures all airmen are trained to defend themselves and to integrate into defense operations while in garrison or deployed. For additional information on Integrated Defense, refer to AFPD 31-1, Integrated Defense. Base Perimeter, the physical boundary of the installation. Base Boundary, JP 3-10, Joint Security Operations in Theater, defines the base boundary as a line that delineates the surface area of a base for the purpose of facility. Base Boundary, JP 3-10. Joint Security Operations in Theater defines the base boundary as a line that delineates the surface area of a base for the purpose of facilitating coordination and deconfliction of operations between adjacent units, formations, or areas. The base boundary should be established with consideration for mission, enemy, terrain and weather, time, troops available, and civil considerations. MET-TC. METT-TC specifically balancing the need of the integrated defense forces to control key terrain with the ability to accomplish the mission. Boundaries may not necessarily coincide with the fenced perimeter, property lines, or legal boundaries. Base Security Zone The Base Security Zone is an Air Force-unique concept and term to be used intra-service only. The Air Force uses the planning term base security zone to describe the area of concern around an air base and to support the establishment and adjustment of the base boundary. The base security zone is the area outside the base perimeter from which the base may be vulnerable from standoff threats, mortars, rockets, and manned portable air defense systems. The installation commander should identify and arrange to have the base security zone recognized as the base boundary. If the base boundary does not include all of the terrain of the base security zone, the installation commander is responsible for either mitigating, through coordination with local, state, federal agencies, or the host nation or area commander, or accepting the risks of enemy attack from the terrain outside the base boundary. Figure 18.1 is provided to show an example of a base perimeter, base boundary, and base security zone configuration. 18.3 Integrated Defense Effects Commanders execute integrated defense with the objective of achieving nine desired effects based on the risk management process. Those effects are briefly described here. Anticipate Anticipate threat intentions and actions, intelligence preparation of the operational environment or crime trend analysis. Deter Deter threat activity through active community policing, boundary, and internal circulation control controlled area marking, and prudent physical security measures. Detect. Detect threats through the use of lighting, intrusion detection systems, early warning systems, and closed-circuit television, etc. Assess. Assess to identify friend or foe using cameras, posted sentries, response forces, and intrusion detection systems, etc. Warn. Warn friendly forces of adversary activity through systems such as mass notification, radio, public address, commander's access channels, voice, hand and arm signals, and cellular telephones, and instant messenger short message system texting. Defeat. Defeat threats through appropriate progressive force application, coordinated security force response, and integration of forces. Delay. Delay adversaries using a layered application of barriers, obstacles, technology, physical security measures, and forces. Another way to say this is to apply defense-in-depth procedures. Defend. Defend assets through threat and effects-based planning that integrates all friendly forces into a single comprehensive plan by ensuring friendly forces are trained and qualified on arming and use of force. Also, ensure the fighting positions are established where prudent based on risk analyses. Recover. Recover from adversarial events by applying effective command and control and developing and exercising Comprehensive Emergency Management Plan 10-2. Application of Integrated Defense Desired Effects. Integrated defense desired effects are not randomly applied to an installation. They are deliberately achieved through innovation and reliable tactics, techniques, and procedures based on integrated defense risk management process and analysis. As an example, Systematic application of integrated defense to achieve desired effects could involve a situation when it would be preferred to deter a threat, but if that does not succeed, the next ideal effect would be to detect the threat. Once the threat is detected, assessment by forces occurs. Friendly forces are then warned of the threat and attempts are made to defeat or eliminate the threat. If the threat cannot be defeated, it must be delayed. If delay is not possible, defensive measures must be taken to mitigate the effects of the threat. Recovery actions are then implemented to consolidate and reorganize friendly forces and restore operations. 18.4 Base Defense Operations Center The Base Defense Operations Center is the command and control center for integrated defense operations during routine and emergency operations. The Defense Force Commander will establish a Base Defense Operations Center to coordinate and direct, via the operational chain of command, the tactical control of integrated Defense Forces and supporting capabilities. Central Security Control, the Law Enforcement Desk, and other Security Forces Control Centers will operate under control of the Base Defense Operations Center at all locations, to include operations at home station and deployed. 18.5 Integrated Defense Risk Management Process The integrated defense risk management process provides installation commanders, integrated defense working groups, defense force commanders, and defense planners the ability to produce effects-based integrated defense plans by using a standardized model to identify risks and develop risk management strategies. These strategies leverage finite resources against adaptive threats to protect Air Force resources and personnel. The integrated defense risk management process identifies at-risk assets and aids the integrated defense working groups in generating the criticality assessment and the risk assessment products. A risk reduction decision based on a clear understanding of what is important, the estimated threat, and how the asset might be damaged or destroyed is then developed through a logical process involving asset criticality, threat, and vulnerability assessments. 18.6 Security protection levels. Protection level one. Protection level one, PL1, is assigned to those resources for which the loss, theft, destruction, damage, misuse, or compromise would result in unacceptable mission degradation to the strategic capability of the United States or catastrophic consequences for the nation. PL1 security must result in the greatest possible deterrence against hostile acts. This level of security will provide maximum means to detect and defeat a hostile force before it is able to seize, damage, or destroy resources. PL-1 examples include nuclear weapons in storage mated to a delivery system or in transit, designated command, control, and communications facilities, and aircraft designated to transport the U.S. President. Protection Level 2 Protection Level 2, PL-2 is assigned to resources for which the loss, theft, destruction, damage, misuse, or compromise would result in significant mission degradation to the warfighting capability of the United States. PL-2 security must result in significant deterrence against hostile acts. This level of security will ensure a significant probability of detecting and defeating a hostile force before it is able to seize, damage, or destroy resources. PL-2 examples include non-nuclear alert forces, designated space and launch systems, expensive, few in number, or one-of-a-kind systems or facilities, and intelligence-gathering systems. Protection Level 3 Protection Level 3, PL-3, is assigned to resources for which the loss, theft, destruction, damage, misuse, or compromise would result in mission degradation to the United States' warfighting capability. PL-3 security must result in a reasonable degree of deterrence against hostile acts. This level of security ensures the capability to impede a hostile force and limit damage to resources. PL-3 examples include non-alert resources that can be generated to alert status, selected command, control, and communications facilities, systems, and equipment, and non-launch-critical or non-unique space launch systems. Protection Level 4 Protection Level 4, PL4, is assigned to operational or mission support resources that directly or indirectly support power projection assets and the warfighting mission for which the loss, theft, destruction, misuse, or compromise would adversely affect mission capability. PL4 resources are secured by containing them in controlled areas with owners or users being responsible for security. Security forces provide response to threats. This level of security must reduce the opportunity for theft of or damage to resources. PL-4 examples include facilities storing Category 1, 2, or 3 sensitive conventional arms, ammunition, and explosives, fuels and liquid oxygen storage areas, and Air Force accounting and finance vault areas.